Good evening, you late night cave favors. This is your executive, executive vice president, Adam Rotella, beaming out of an undisclosed location in Cave Fabe City. Tonight on Cave Fabe After Dark, Josiah and Adam take a light approach talking about the crushing debt that Adam is in and the light debt that Josiah is in. Enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Kayfabe After Dark. I am Josiah, and as always, joining me this time from Austin, Texas, is Adam Rotella. Uh, Adam, it's great to be finally sitting down and doing this again. Uh, it's been two and a half weeks too long, my friend. How are you? Greet, greet the, uh, the Super Information <laughs> Highway. <laughs> greet, the, greet the humans. Hello, humans. It's Adam Rotella. Nice to see all of you. Oh, man, Josiah, you know... When you, we've been pumping out content after content after content. If you go check out our YouTube page, man, I, I don't know what, I think this is six or eight, eight or nine of After Dark. I yeah. think we're in week uh, 18 or 19 of shooting on Kayfabe. Yep. And uh, the micro content was going crazy. So when you had, when I have two and a half weeks off from doing content, it actually feels like I'm going backwards instead of forwards. <laughs> right, yeah. But uh, it, it was okay. I'm obviously happy to talk to you. We just had a great conversation on shooting on Kayfabe mm -hmm. with our Kayfabe artist. And uh, today, we get real, as we always do on Kayfabe After Dark, and uh, we're talking about debt. So, Oof. Josiah, are you in debt? Oh, man. Well, you know, I not... Mm. Let's figure out how to talk about this in a way that makes sense. <laughs> so thank thankfully, I am st starting to crawl out of the debt hole that I, I, mm -hmm. I, I've been in for a very long time. I um, We don't have a whole lot, but it always does seem that there's always something that comes up. I was just telling you before we were recording, we might get a car today, which is yeah. awesome. But what that yeah. does is... Puts That'll us make in, good content. It'll put us in debt for another however many grand we have to finance on top of our down payment. So, uh, unfortunately, it seems like debt is a is just a part of life, and it, maybe it shouldn't be, but in my life, it's it's been that way for forever. So, short answer is yeah, we have a little bit of debt left, but um, like credit cards and stuff. But otherwise, my wife, thank thankfully, my wife is much better at finances and like mm -hmm. being. And, and seeing them differently than I do. So she's been really diligent about helping setting plans to work out of the debt that we're in. So that's a good thing, but it's still there, right? So what Absolutely. about you? What about you and Haley? Oh, we're in crushing debt, folks. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> Micro, that's the clip right there. Just... <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> well, we're in crushing debt. It folks. is, it is, it is. But I think I think what's really great about just my demeanor and my uh, outlook on life, Josiah, is that I'm able to number one be open and honest about it. I've been talking about it pretty regularly on my Instagram stories yeah. since we moved to Austin. I've I've kind of changed the whole vibe of those Instagram stories to be very authentic mm -hmm. and very in the moment. So if you guys really want to get into the head of Adam Rotella, I would suggest you go check those things out. And uh, you know, my, my demeanor and my openness also gives me a chance to laugh at the situation pretty easily. Yeah. I get to um, laugh at myself 
pretty easily. And folks, it's it's not like we didn't have fun getting into that debt well, anyway. <laughs> so, you got to think about that. And you know, man, I'm not sitting here saying Barack Obama should pay for my debt. I'm mm. not sitting here saying that uh, the good old U.S. of A. should pay for my bad choices or my right. fun choices. Right. I'm taking that complete responsibility about my debt, just like I can hear it in your voice that you are. So I think one of the main things about people that are in debt is to, number one, take responsibility for what you created for yourself. Yeah. And number two, hey, it's, it's the same attitude of Chris Jericho losing the AEW belt. Okay, it happened. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of embarrassing to talk about, but where do we go from here yeah. and how can we make this better? So let's just change the talking points and make debt better. Um, right. Do you have any tips for people or uh, for, I, I have great tips for getting in debt. I obviously don't have tips for getting out of debt. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I have tips for getting into debt too. I mean, that's, that's the easiest. And, and the problem is, before we start, Josiah, why don't you talk about what got you into debt? What did you buy? Was were there any stupid purchases that any stupid purchases that you made? Yeah, well, uh, the fallacy of credit cards was one of the things that really got me into debt. It's it's credit cards are, are okay um, if you use them in the correct way. Right now, for credit cards. I just, when I rent movies from Redbox, because you know I do, I just use my credit card and it's a dollar fifty, and I'll pay it off the next day or whatever because it doesn't matter how much you pay off. As long as you pay it off by the end of the month, you're improving your credit score and it's like building yep. and building. So um, small purchases like that are fine with credit cards. What got me into debt really, like the, the biggest thing was my car that I used to have. Mm -hmm. I was a punk 22-year-old kid and went to this like sale they were having at the casino on the Indian reservation in the town I grew up in. That's already <laughs> just bad news right there. Oh my so, God. So I go in and I'm trading in this Ford that car, Ford Focus or whatever it was, a grandma car. I want to get rid of it. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting with the lady and they come back and they walk me out to this car and it's a 2014 brand new Toyota Cam Camry. It's super nice. It's got like touch screen in the back of, and they sit me down in it and I say the first thing I say is you're telling me I can afford this car and they're like oh yeah totally and I'm like badass so we test drive it we're going through the whole you know conversation of interest rates and financing and down payments and trade-ins and all that other shit. And you're shit. 20. You have no idea what they're even saying. Like, it's just flying over yeah, your head. Yeah. All I'm thinking is like, I really liked the way that car drove and just, and it's crazy the shit you justify in your mind, right? When you're in, like, even if it's a terrible decision, you've already justified it. So it's already going to happen. So the girl I was dating at the time was with me and she was like, this is just, I love this car. Like, well, she loves this car. And then I got to get it. So, <laughs> so then they let me take it. to be 20. They take, they let me take it home for the night. Like, you know what? Just take it home and show your folks or whatever. And bring it back in the morning. And that's a great sales tactic. Cause I was already, yep. I was already married, committed, had kids with this car by that time. You know what I mean? Like yep. this was bad news. So, Oh my gosh, I ended up financing close to $36,000. You know what I mean? <laughs> that I clearly didn't. And I, my pay, my monthly payment was $590 a month. A month that I had to pay for this car, dude. And thank God that I that a hailstorm came last year, and 
rendered the car a total loss. And so they actually gave me money for what I had left out on it, and they took it away. That's the only oh, reason. My, that's, that's the, the only reason in the last year that I've been able to get out of debt is my car got paid off and taken away. So we don't – we have one car. So now we're looking at cars that are like – That's a good tip. Yeah. That's a good tip to get out of debt. Park, park your car in a hailstorm. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you people. One second. One second, folks. i got to write this shit down. Seriously. Just go out and, and park it in the middle of a natural disaster and just cross your fingers that your insurance will – I mean, I had over ten grand in hail damage in that car that I didn't even know about. So they, yeah. they paid it off. There was a total loss, blah, blah, blah. So now when we're looking at new cars uh, getting – we're looking at ones that are like you know five thousand. They're older. I'll never buy a new car mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. New cars mm-hmm. depreciate the minute you drive them off the lot. They're you're automatically upside down on that shit. So, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll only buy cars that we can you know put half down as a down payment and finance the rest and pay it off in two three months, less than a year for sure. Yeah. Um, and thank God my wife's credit car, credit score is like pristine. Because mine is still a hot dumpster fire. So you know, she'll get the good interest rates and we'll be able to do whatever we need to do. But that was my initial decision that got me like into debt. What about you? What was your initial foray into the debt circles? Well, I think that I just had really bad uh, – before I get into the debt part, I just had really bad spending habits to begin with, my man. Mm, you know, uh, when yeah. I was when I was living in, in Seattle, uh, Haley and I just met each other. And I just got a promotion, and I just got moved to a. Uh, uh, I was working in retail, and I just got moved to a new store that was actually in downtown Seattle. So we were looking for apartments in Seattle, and there was this new building being built, and it's right next to the football stadium. From the roof, you can see into the football field. You have a giant rooftop deck that had a view of the that had had a view of Pudge, uh, Puget Sound. Is that is that what the kids called it? I think so. Puget Sound. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was just, I was living, I was paying 1300 a month for a studio apartment. And that was 800 between the Haley and I each. And that was just so freaking stupid of us. So we started our relationship just having very bad spending habits. And the only reason why I got that apartment, man, is, you know, I was, I was trying to impress people that I hated. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 that let's just be as real as we can on Kayfabe After Dark, right? I was I was really trying to change my life. I wanted to show my past people that I didn't even talk to anymore. I wanted to show them on my social media that I was I was making it, I was yeah. doing something. Yeah. And if if it, it, it I I have a completely one eighty frame of mind when it comes to that stuff. Now hell, I talk about being in debt on my social media right. now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that, good. No, so that the, the the initial thing is just bad spending habits, yeah. and then once I started to go go for this wrestling goal, I really put it in my head like, oh, I need to go to this, I need to go to that, I I, I should be at that, I should yeah. be at that. So it all started with going to WrestleMania, and then that just started the 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 snowball effect of Haley and I going to a whole lot of wrestling shows in a year when we yeah. really shouldn't have. Like I said, it was a great time, and actually, it kind of got me in, into a position of getting the ears of people of influence in wrestling, so mm-hmm. I'm not completely upset about what I did, but 
But the reason we moved to Texas is to, now that I have the ears of people, is to use them wisely and to uh, really uh, get, a, get a different kind of influence in, yeah. in wrestling. So all in all, it wasn't the best decision. It is working out. And you know, I don't mind being grounded right now. I'm 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 a 20 minute walk from my work. Yeah. We've been on the same tank of gas for over a week now. We're not even gonna fill it up. Everything's a mile away from us. My yeah. friends, this is 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 gonna work out. And in my content, I'm gonna be sharing with people how I'm getting out of it. So I think I can actually help people as well, Josiah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. The um I mean, we've talked about this before, but in the whole concept of kayfabe after dark is being open about some subjects that maybe people aren't really quick to talk about, but people deal with them and people struggle with them, and debt is certainly one of those things. And uh, the the whole you know trying to keep appearances can can really lead a slippery slope trying to you know prove yourself, like you said, to people that you don't even talk to anymore, or mm-hmm. the person that pissed you off in in high school or college, and you want to show them you know give them middle fingers or whatever. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's ridiculous, but. You know the spending habits thing, and for and for me, my spending habits were mirrored after my parents' spending habits. Because I love my parents, but they are not financially savvy. They don't really sure. know. And it was always growing up. It was always if you have money, spend it while you got it, because it's gonna go away. Or buy it on a credit card and pay it later, because you need that, or you deserve that, or you you earned this, or you you know you should really treat yourself. And so. That yeah. that mentality, you know, not having a good model, you know, given to me from my parents, watching my parents struggle on the way they spent money and the way my dad was always so like, oh, it'll work itself out. So whatever, I, you know, sometimes for people, you don't think about that, but you can think like, wow, I didn't, I really didn't have a good example in that arena. You know what I mean? So I, I was just doing what my family does or my parents did or whatever. And you find yourself repeating history and eventually you have to break the cycle but it's really hard because you're not taught that what you're doing is wrong because you've seen it done your whole life you know what i mean sure and i I can easily piggyback off of that my man i mean coming if if people have listened to our content you know that my past isn't exactly rainbows and lollipops (laughs) like i like to say but that's something that my parents used to just absolutely scream at each other about all the time was money. So that made me have the mindset of, I don't even want to talk about money. Like dude, when, yes. when, Haley, when Haley and I talk about money, dude, that's like the one thing that really makes me flip the fuck out, yep. unfortunately. Yep. Yep. And having this realization with you right now, I, I, I that's something I need to just change. Fuck, I need to change that a lot about myself in, yeah. in my, in my stories yesterday on Instagram, I, I, I said something to the effect of, why are we always told, don't talk about money, don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion? And it's because if humans actually interacted with each other and let them know the struggles that they're going for, the freaking Illuminati or whatever the hell says that we should talk about money, would they, they don't have the narrative over us anymore. Yeah, no, and, exactly. Dude, people have been reaching out to me on Instagram and they're saying, dude, Adam, I'm in debt too. Don't worry about it. Like, like lots of people yes. are reaching out yes. and telling me that. Yes. So I, I can, I echo your sentiment that I don't, my, the number one cause of divorce is money issues. That's like, statistically, that's why people get divorced the most is, mm-hmm. is money. And so my parents would do the same thing. They'd fight and they'd argue. So I told myself, like, okay, that that's a no, no fly zone. I don't want to talk about it. So when I first got married, and my wife was like, we need to start budgeting. Like that's another tip. It sucks. I it sucks to get used to, but budgeting. I have this much for this. 
this much for this, only this much, and, and keeping track of your budget, the envelope system. Okay, I have yeah. this envelopes for my food. I have $100 in it. I got to make it last a month. I'm gonna I'm not going to eat out as much, or you know what I mean? So budgeting helps a lot. But when that conversation started, I was so obstinate and stubborn against it, and I would. I, and I still do it to this day. I My temper... I flip out, like you said, in those conversations. Yeah. I instantly get irritated. I feel attacked. Yeah. I feel like I'm the problem. I feel like we're not on the same team all of a sudden. It gets super, super toxic and, and, and tension-filled, you know, yeah. the atmosphere. And, you know, I posted to social media, uh, to my Instagram page. It said, me. I don't know if you saw it. It said media in red letters, like an acrostic, whatever they call it. And it, mm-hmm. said, it said, most effective devil in America, right? Is what media yeah. stands for. So one of my friends on Facebook commented and said, "Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that Fox, that Fox, you know, Fox does a really good job of riling up Trump's base." And I just commented and said, "That's very true." As does CNN, NBC, ABC, <laughs> CBS, MSNBC, uh, CN, as all those do for the other side of the aisle. I said, "What you don't understand is like, as long as that." attitude is what you approach this with as long as that is that's the only thing you see that's your reaction like they're always going to win if they can always continue to pit us against each other if they can always continue to make us at odds if they can always continue to to make us fear uh then they win you know what i mean yeah. uh so realizing you know when you actually have those discussions and you're willing to talk with people and not only just talk with people but understand that you can disagree with me, and I, I don't care. You're still a good guy. I'm still your friend. We're still going to hang out. We're still going to do weekly content, even if you don't agree with me on A through Z. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> it, it, that that conversation needs to be had in many arenas that everyone has more in common than, than not in common. You know? Absolutely. And, folks, if you've made it this far in Kayfabe After Dark and you're in debt, we want to hear from you. Tweet yeah. us. Hashtag crushing debt to KP. <laughs> crushing debt. <laughs> <laughs> but but before we go, folks, before we go, you see the attitude, guys. It's all it's all a mindset. It's really really a mindset. Uh, one of the things that I use to help myself keep track of money right now, especially if you guys are in the uh, service industry, the food industry, the the you're you're getting tips every night. One of the things that Haley and I do is when we come home, we we have a goal board, and on that goal board, we'll put the actual cash that we made that night, like, here's our rent, there's our debt relief, here's our debt, there's our rent for next month, and we're building and building and building, we're seeing it. It's probably not the safest thing, having all that cash in the house, don't come and rob me, you sons of bitches, <laughs> but it does do something to the mind. It makes me feel a lot easier. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. I can see it, I can touch it, I can feel it. It's, there's something about that. It's not that I don't trust banks, right. it's that I don't want to put my cash in there. Right. <laughs> It's not like don't just banks. I just don't want to use them. Is the thing. I just don't want to use them. They can take care of my paychecks. Uh, do you have any small tips like that that you do, Josiah? You said the envelope routine. Can you explain that to people in the last couple minutes here? Yeah. So it's just a budgeting technique, and you know, there's a lot of you know financial experts or whatever. And the thing about all the financial experts is they all are financial experts, is because they were in crushing debt once too, and they figured yeah. that shit out, and then. How to other people. But so, yeah, the envelope method is just a budgeting a budgeting tool to say, you know, okay, this envelope is for the car payment. This envelope is for gas for the month, this envelope. And so you have all these different little envelopes, basically. And when you need to get gas, you, you note how much you spent, you know, out of that mm-hmm. budget. 
and you mm-hmm. have, and it's really helpful because you can see like, oh, when I budgeted out, what I'm making right now, I can actually be, I'm actually comfortable. Like I'm not stressed yeah. out. I don't have to make ends meet because I laid it all out, and I I have money for everything I need for the month. And you have to sacrifice some, some you know. Uh, ple- uh, pleasures or whatever. Maybe you don't go to a movie twice a month or whatever. You don't eat out every week or whatever. So yeah, but it helps to just have that um, budgeting tool under control. I use an app on my phone. It's literally called Checkbook, and it, you just keep track of everyone, and it attaches it to one of those envelopes, and it's super simple. Um, <clears throat> so that's a good place to start. Is just budgeting, figuring out where uh, every yeah. dollar goes. And hey, by the way, a good place to start is starting. Don't let yeah. stop rolling. <clears throat> don't, stop rolling yeah. with it. Yeah, don't don't you know take the position of like, well, it's just so overwhelming that there's nothing I can ever do about it. Because that's not true. Because that's how in a lot of situations the circumstance will will win. You you have control over this, and regardless of how mounting or how huge or how crippling the debt might be you have the capability to start making and implementing a difference in your circumstance and situation. And it might take a while, but hey, you've got two guys here that understand the struggle that you can talk to, that you can vent to, that you can ask you know, and talk about what's going on. You've got other people around you. You're not alone. So let's talk about it. Let's get it out in the open. I, dude, I think that's one of the biggest realizations I've had in the last couple of days is talking about it actually does help. It lets it, it just gets it out of you, man. It just yeah. really gets it out of you. So yep. folks, like Josiah said, hashtag us, crushing debt. <laughs> we talk wrestling, we talk everything. This is more than a t-shirt company. This is more than a wrestling podcast. Yeah. We're people that want to help. We're people that want to come into your life. And uh, folks, thanks for joining us on kayfabe after dark i'm gonna go finish unpacking josiah josiah's gonna go get a bank loan and get a thousand more dollars in debt make sure to put that content on the internet today josiah all right bye everybody see ya